1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dropping Spicy, a Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Apex Legends, its development, and the community. I'm your host, Josh Working Hard Kinder, also known as Kinder. And I am joined today by Matthew Getting It Crowl, also known as Exomat. And we have two special guests for you guys today because Corey Treadway, also known as Kuribara, is out today. But we are joined by Adam, the kill leader, Heike, also known as Adam Bomb 151.
2: Mr. Steal Your Kill.
1: It's Mr. Steeokey. <laughs> and Carl, number guy, Lynchbach, also known as Crazy1813. You know him. You love him. how you, How's it going? It's dude?
3: going good. Appreciate you guys having me on here today.
1: Hello. First of all, we'd like to welcome any first-time listeners and first-time guests to the stream. If you'd like to become part of the Dropping Spicy community, please join us at mash.gg slash discord, where you can meet the host and fellow Apex players. As always, our intro music is brought to you by Rifty Beats. That's R-I-F-T-I. You can find him on YouTube and SoundCloud. We are live streaming and recording at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, April the 27th, for release on Wednesday, April the 28th. We have several topics for you guys today. It's a long one. We're going to start off with an announcement, and then we're going to move into Trios, tourney number five results. What a tournament that was, and Crazy is going to give us the numbers rundown. And then we're going to move on to Apex Season 9 Legacy Gameplay Trailer Impressions. There is a lot here. Oh, man. Uh, Including our next topic, Arena Mode. Then we're going to move into Weekend Apex, Short Topics, and then Crazy's Community Survey. But first, please check out the community poll in Discord. The poll releases at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every Friday and stays open until midnight the following Wednesday. Our man here, Crazy... Uh, is the guy that usually runs that kind of stuff. Crazy. Uh, you want to uh, take the floor and rant a little bit about the <laughs> community poll?
3: Oh man, I absolutely love everybody taking the time to do that for us. It is awesome to see the feedback and it really gives us great info. I mean, we get just absolute great stuff for everybody. So keep hitting those every week. That does great things for us and it's great things for you. It gives us extra stuff to talk about and then we just keep on rolling. Hey, hey, hey,
4: we said rant crazy. Come on, you're being too wholesome. <laughs> oh, that, you had
3: one job. Wholesome rant. Wholesome rant.
1: <laughs> wholesome rant. With yeah. some, some a single F-bomb in there. I yeah.
5: hey,
1: hey, clean it up. No bad language on this good Christian Minecraft podcast. Come on. <laughs> All right, let's move into our first topic. Topic number one, Trio's tournament number five results. Who wants to take the floor on this one?
4: I think our man crazy should.
1: All right. Well, I'll just jump in
3: both feet here and say, good freaking work, guys. There were new records. There were unexpected things that came through, and... Check in the the Discord. I've got the full stat sheet posted there for everybody to check out now. So you'll be able to check that out at your leisure. But doing a quick rundown here, uh, just to recap what it was. It was Trios Tourney, which is our standard, uh, more or less, a kill race. We had three days to play, and you get your best four games. There was excellent competition between people, hot streams going, clips coming in, and you get points for kills, damage dealt, and placement. And that really is the quick what it is. Now who it was, Team mm-hmm. Speederman, which Yo. was comprised hey. of Toys are so us and Selfish Mosey, or just Mosey in the Discord there. So if you see those guys, shout them out because the numbers to follow are unfreaking believable.
2: And were they just a team of two?
3: It yeah. was. They were in the last minute. Oh, geez. And That's they, a first.
2: That's a first. Get clapped, Joe.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They <laughs> showed up in the biggest kind of way. They showed up last few minutes, said, okay, we'll we'll team up. We don't have a third. But I said, go for it. We just do what you can. And what they could do was Mosey put down 12,000 damage and Toys put almost 10,000. So between them, they outpaced multiple uh, full three stacks. I mean, they had 64 kills between the two of them. And so no surprise, our boy Mosey takes home the MVP here. He showed up in the absolute hugest way, dropped a 4k first game, twenty almost 2,500 the second, almost a 3k in the third game, and then an, almost another 2,500. These guys absolutely unbelievable. i Mm-hmm. Really want to see them guys uh, do some more games and maybe even see if I can jump in their team. I've played with Toys before, and he's an excellent teammate. So I don't know. I think you guys might have had a couple games with him, but yeah, we're, we're pretty yeah, regular. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah.
4: Have we had a MVP and uh, an MVP on the champ squad before? I don't know if we have.
3: It's, check, it's, it's not too uncommon just because usually your your leading team will be such strong points that you'll have somebody in there. But we have had games where it isn't, uh, isn't the same person in that position. So you get a little yeah. bit of a mix.
1: Right, right. Mm-hmm. Speaking Special. of teams, uh, I, I love how I told uh, Whiskey that uh, I would be an alternate for their team and then proceeded to fuck off for the entire weekend <laughs> at my mom's <laughs> place. <laughs> I didn't play a single fucking game. Uh. But shout out to uh, Spry Fox, the third bowl, and Whiskey Sticks for... Uh, Having me on their team in spirit
4: <laughs> and um my my team uh we played for like an hour and a half two hours we actually we had like one good game and like a sixteen kill and then like one decent game, but we didn't clip the risks. We're like, oh, you know i I thought we were gonna play for like six or eight hours streaks. So I'm like, oh, wait till sunday we're we're playing until it stops but um everyone had some stuff come up, so we we only clipped two games, and then uh, we like clipped one like three kill game. For the lols. So we didn't actually post four games. Cause uh
3: <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely some people who had some some life going on, so they didn't quite fill out the whole bracket. But again, we only had one team that didn't turn in points for everybody who showed up, so it was absolutely great. I was very happy with what the turnout was. And uh running through notable items, not only our MVP and champion team, we had uh really good lineup. We had no ties in this tournament, but we had second, third, and fourth place. were only one point away from each other. So close contest, and all the top four teams had all four winning games, and the top five teams all had over 18,700 damage collectively. So, I mean, everybody showed up big. Then for total damage for everybody in the tourney, It was almost, uh, it was 185,000 damage for everybody together, totaling up to over 580 kills. So, I mean, again, that's with teams coming in with three and two game submissions. So we're talking unbelievable. 87 revives, 30 respawns for people like me who jumped clean off the map. When you go for that sweet slide kill and then you just go flying. (laughs) And totaling up twenty nine wins, so a very respectable showing by everybody, really. Mm-hmm. And yeah, right, right. And the the biggest thing that surprised me further down by looking at the legend count, our boy Fuse made it in the top ten. He was in fact, what is it, number six for the the pick rate, which I don't think anyone was expecting. Uh, Octane, Bloodhound, and Horizons took top three, which I think is pretty typical. Pathfinder, with his low profile taken away, is in the top five again. And Revenant actually showed up in a big way in this one. But, yeah, Fuse and Rampart both were top picks above Wraith this tournament.
1: Well, Rampart's slightly below Wraith, isn't he? Isn't he? Oh, we're looking at yeah, the she's sheet. Right below
4: that's, a, that's a clip he made earlier, I think.
1: Oh, okay. There's I gotcha,
4: the I gotcha. stat sheet, I think.
1: You gotcha. That's a Prezzy for Fusey. <laughs> yeah.
4: Octane number one before the nerf. You know, you got to appreciate it.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, right.
4: More on that later.
3: Yeah. Maybe. Yep. Because jumping into the next, we had our boy Exomat with seven revives. So keeping his people in it to win it. And then followed up up by Geo and Sprite Fox with six revives through the whole tourney there. And Respawns, uh, our boy Squid, Shady61, and Spryfox both had three. (laughs) So it's usually a pretty low number, but they were definitely sticking to it for all their teammates. And for survivalist category, we had statant with a 20-minute average uh, game time. So he was in it. I mean, the whole stretch, and that's a couple minutes longer than everybody else, so he was out surviving his teammates, so an absolute shout-out there for somebody who knew how to stay alive. Then for uh, the most knocks, again, Selfish Mosey, uh, or Just Mosey, takes it there at 28 knocks and 36 kills. And looking a little bit further down, uh, we actually—I wanted to look at efficiency for killers— saying who had the most kills per nox, and it was led by Mosey, Toys and then Loads and Atom Bomb. So props to you guys. You really showed up big. You were knocking people down, finishing them off. You weren't letting people get those revives out. And then for efficient kills, we had people with the lowest damage per kill, and <laughs> Bone Daddy had 120 damage per <laughs> kill on average. So he... He wasn't wasting any bullets and booty claps was coming in close second at 178 damage per kill. So some people were, uh, definitely trailing on the other end of that, but I mean, just really interesting work by everybody through this. And on average, the most, uh, the most times somebody was downed, uh, bloodhound was almost always the first legend down.
4: I thought it would be octane. I'm not going to lie. Yep.
3: (laughs) <laughs> yep, I, that, was, that was my thought as well. And then our survivalist was Octane. So, again, by having higher pick rates for those characters, you're going to get a little bit of a spread. But I'm still sort of keeping an eye on that. It's interesting to see that Octane isn't just running into the bullets. He's staying in there and moving people around. So, that's uh, the only other thing worth noting would be assists. Our new category with Nox and assists, loads Who is Cole, and Man Who Laughs 13 all had 18 assists in the tourney, so they were showing up big for their teams even if they weren't pulling the top kills they were still doing absolute work so again, great work everybody it was a fantastic tournament everybody was turning stuff in on time they were communicating well they weren't sending me weird uh, screenshots that weren't hard to see, so it made my day awesome, and I would say everybody look for new and more cool stuff to come
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say quick, again, shout out to the winning team, a duos team winning. That's huge. And uh, Toys, you know, you've been super loyal to the Discord and you've been threatening to win one of these for a while. Hats off (laughs) and congrats, my man. You earned it and you got a good duos partner there in in Mozzie. So, hey, uh, look for the next one. Let's try to repeat. Let's keep it going. And then uh, just a quick second part, this, uh, the top points and how it's like first place. 142 points, four wins. Second place, 134, four wins. It's We're separated by just a couple of kills or even just a thousand damage or so. This is awesome. This is exactly what we want, right? We want close competition, but the small little bits of effort making the difference and who wins and who takes second and third and stuff. So that's awesome. Well done.
4: Yeah. And like Toy's been right. saying for a while too, like every tournament he's like, I just, I just need like, I just need a squad. And like, they'll get one or two people and they'll bail right before. And mm-hmm. It's happened every single time. So like, yeah, props to you guys. It's Happy for you. Yep. <laughs> Cuz we knew you had the chops to like compete to win. But, yeah. So good stuff.
1: Right, right. That was uh that was a really great tourney. but uh one thing that bugged me is that uh when you were talking about most most efficient killers, you didn't call it category thirstiest. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh good job guys. Uh I I did catch a couple of streams for a few minutes, but you know, being with the kids and all that shit, you know. I hate that I couldn't be part of the tournament. Uh but I'm really glad we had so many people show up. And that was what uh 15 teams that showed up and only one didn't uh didn't report. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep, and and they had a couple other things going on, so I was sort of expecting them to to dip out of there, but yeah, I mean, everybody else showed up, and some people s- showed up and said, yeah, we didn't have the best games, but here's your here's your score, so I really appreciate everybody turning in, even though some people felt like they could, could do some better games. I mean, that's usually the way it goes. Everybody feels like you're going to get more wins than you do, but, I mean, it's
1: awesome to see the stats. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if even if you don't really have a bunch of good games or anything, the stats, uh, just turning in stuff for the stats later on is is helpful. It's really good for mm-hmm. us. It uh, lets us know a lot about the game. But uh let's go and move on into our uh our next one, our community week in Apex. Uh Matt, why don't you take us through the first one of these?
4: I gotcha. Will starting with a a common uh, participant, Hurdle three K. Sadly wasn't a part of the tourney because I didn't think I would have time considering the new baby and all. Again, everyone send your congrats to uh Hurdle. Oh, and uh thank you for everyone tagging Kinder after the last stream, by the way. Good good <laughs> yeah, stuff. Especially apples. your uh, your real gem you posted, Agent. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sadly, wasn't a part of the tourney because I didn't think I would have the time considering the new baby and all. But our squad did have this noteworthy game because my buddy Bison got his first ever thousand damage game after being a week one player. Goes to show that we'll all improve at different speeds per game. Meanwhile, in the same game, I broke my own damage record and now have my sights set on 2,500. Let's go.
1: Good stuff. E. All right, our next one is uh, from Who Is Cole, and this is a bit of a longer one. Let's go through this one. Uh, he says, "Our best game had a pretty epic gamer moment. Uh, Kings Canyon. We were above Capacitor by zipline, looking down on the back entrance to Labs, and we'd heard some fighting down there. We show up just as the fighting subsides. Six Bin throws down a death protection. We all take that and jump down into uh into our I think Daddy Darko Bangalore's smoke and ult. Not sure if it was an enemies or not." Uh, I do just enough damage with my 301 to knock a close-range Pathfinder, and then get sent back to Totem by Lifeline. Back on top, uh, I'm using my Sentinel with a one-time scope, and after landing a few uh, few shots and throwing Fuse's tactical down, I hop back and rejoin the fight. On the way to rejoin the team, I get waylaid by a Bloodhound coming out of the labs as we train a bunch of damage, and I escape into one of the buildings thanks to the help of my team in Bangalore's Smoke. I shield back up and run out of the fight to engage another lifeline who uh, we collectively thirst just as Gibraltar ult goes off over our head. We escape back into the building and hunker down to repair. A team outside our building starts trying to gas us, so we run out the back door. We get up on a roof and stick a Gibraltar with a knuckle cluster. And the enemy caustic decides it'd be a good idea for him to get up there with us. It wasn't. (laughs) Heard him a bunch and six men hops hops, hops up there to down him. I drop a fuse ult out in front of the building where all the action is, then retreat back behind. After emptying, emptying my 301 into the enemy twice, uh, I have no more light ammo, so I switch to my sentinel and land a few good shots before retreating. Frantically looking for ammo and death boxes, I come up empty, and Lifeline runs into the building but doesn't notice me. Tries to get a jump on me on Daddy, but uh, I melee her like nobody's business, eventually may melee her into a corner to death. And Daddy smokes us just as an Octane runs into. Uh, uh, he runs in with a mastiff daddy gets down by the octane I performs some sentinel kunkata <laughs> <laughs> good callback uh, through the smoke alternating melee attacks and no scope shots but it wasn't enough to down the octane it was enough that he died to a ring a moment later daddy had a res shield and was able to self-res in the ring and res me with a gold backpack grab sixpins banner at the last second then we heat shield healed up and go res sixpin win the match Ending of the match was insane as well, but that's uh, that was the craziest part for sure. <laughs> Good match, man. Mm-hmm. Been there, done mm-hmm. that. It was dramatic. And he did it's, upload I the did. clip,
2: so check that out. And it's, so the it clip. did happen, just had just, to say. <laughs> it, <laughs> it happened. This clip is real. It did
1: happen. Gotcha. And guys. it's and worth I, the
2: story that we just read through. It, it was insane.
4: And also, nice. just one more time, just smoke me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> smoke me, daddy. <laughs>
1: All right, Adam, you want to take uh, the Kiltari's? Yeah, Kiltari said,
2: After a decent score, we agreed we had to win this one. We found ourselves on the opposite side of the waterfall, Horizon, Lifeline, and Wraith. We made the call to land on top of Hammond Labs, second to last circle. Four teams left, one team in the distance fighting a squad we were popping shots at. They wiped them. Meanwhile, another team went for high ground on waterfall. We took shots at them as they ran up ramps and zips. The team that was fighting hunkered down beneath us in Hammond. Final circle approaches. We made the call to play it safe and waited out. Final circle was partially on Hammond Labs, not on Waterfall, but on the outside of Hammond Labs. So that team pushed and got a good position behind the hedges and walls outside. Final circle closed, and it was game time. Horizon ults the door and sucks the team in Hammond out. We knock one, crack the other two. Wraith goes down. Credit Wraith for big damage on this push. Horizon and Lifeline hit hard. Healed as circle closed closes hard. Horizon Lift throws us up and over the hedges behind the third squad. Perfect position. They push the other team as the other team pushed. Horizon and Lifeline team shots wipe the squad and push back over the hedges to final wipe the rest. All this happened in a matter of 30 seconds after the long out through the final circles. Big props to the sweat bandits for major plays. Talk about patience paying off. Nice
1: work. All right. I will
2: say that is a (laughs)
4: ring that happens a lot on Olympus. And I've had like three wins with that exact ring. And oh man, you got to love it. Cause like if they don't two times now it's happened where they just stayed inside and they're just like, oh (laughs) <laughs> and then you just like you just squat at them. <laughs> the ring comes in.
2: <laughs> yep, I've <laughs> seen it's several so big streamers uh, have that ending ring as well, and I mean, even for them, it's a challenge. And it, it, in the ones that I've seen, I know uh, uh, Nicewig had a had at least one that I watched. Patience pays off, actually, in that one. So I mean, well done, boys, and thanks for sharing. Yeah, good
3: story.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brickmaster says he does have a submission that he wants it to be read like Crazy. So, Brickmaster
3: had one he sent in, and it says, I played two duos games with Elon Musk. That's uh, with a series of numbers after. it. I don't know, maybe it's the real Elon, we'll see. The first one, mm-hmm. we were just screwing around. He was Bloodhound, I was Bangalore. We were having a crappy night prior to the other team member had quit, so we decided to just goof off in duos. We dropped, killed two squads in Solar Array, rotate via the jump tower to Hammond, then moved to Estates. We wiped three more squads with our turbocharged devotions, holy hell, and then all of a sudden we realized that we had one person left to kill. Elon scans the solo octane that was hiding, and I went behind him and destroyed him with my R301. Then the screen flashed and proclaimed, Big Gibby Cheeks, our club is the champion, and that was (laughs) the first duo match of the night. On our next match, the same thing happened pretty much until we got to Estates. I had Spitfire this time, and we kept destroying some more squads. Easy work, as always. Then, as a the third team died, so did my controller, and my my. And mid match, while Musk, Elon Musk was being double teamed by a Lifeline and a Bloodhound, big oof! I had to do him a a quick battery a swap, a quick battery pack swap. Elon Musk was able to do to damage the lifeline a bit, but he had to back off. He healed up, and I was able to pop up with my Spitfire and take out a Bloodhound with a full red shield. Then we double teamed the lifeline for the win. So I got back-to-back wins on a Saturday night. So that's a pretty good lineup. And lastly, he says, also last night I got my first 2K with Gibby. And yeah, also for the record, I'm the best member of Big Gibby Cheeks. And I have to say with Some stories like that, definitely earning that title. That's
1: some good roll-ups.
3: Nice work, work Rick Baster.
1: It's also a really good club name.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say Elon Musk for 2069 definitely sounds like something that the real Elon Musk would name. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Let's just, just, you know, say that.
1: Right. Or like Alpha Centauri for 2069. I
4: don't know. (laughs) Like alien aliens. I feel
1: like Elon Musk's, Musk is just going to start paying all his employees in Doge from now on. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Let's move on to our uh, topic two Apex Season 9 Legacy Gameplay Trailer. Uh, Adam Bomb, why don't you lead us through the beginning of this?
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> you don't know, got to go all the way through. In
2: some kind of way. It was so good. Um. So much was revealed on this trailer. Um, Starting with weapons. Very small thing. Mozambique. Upgraded from four to six shots. Uh, uh, Pair that with Hammerpoint. And I think it's definitely up there with one of the better shotguns you want to carry. Uh, Another new weapon. This one everybody's hyped for. The Bowcheck Compound Bow which includes two hop-up slots. Um, we're still figuring out if that can be combined or stacked or if you have to choose one or the other, but the fact that they said that there's two slots, I'm hoping that they can be combined. Uh, one of the hop-ups that will be available is Shatter Caps. Uh, splits the arrow like into a shotgun blast, so your spread will be bigger, hopefully easier to hit people. The other hop-up, Dead Eyes Tempo. It's a faster-paced uh, shooting hop-up, so, um, you know, if you can time your shot to release it as soon as it's f- it's full and ready, the next shot will be faster, and it stacks as you keep going, so pretty dope there, um, and as you aim down sights to draw the bow, the longer you draw, the more damage it's going to hit, um, so a short-drawn shot will do less damage. You could probably compare that to, like, the 30-30 repeater. The Peacekeeper, go ahead.
3: Uh, So I I was just jumping in real quick to say the fire rate on this thing is way faster than I expected. Mm. I did see in the video clip that it has a canister reload for your your bolt pack. So you're not drawing individual shots. You have a bolt pack that straps to the side of it and you draw and it fires direct from. And that thing is... when you shoot, so I was expecting multiple seconds between, and it is mm-hmm. fast. That thing is going to be really something.
2: Yep, yep. Knowing that, do you guys do you think this is going to be kind of a niche deal like the thirty thirty, or I mean, you think everybody's going to be running around with that thing
4: after week one? I think it'll be like the thirty thirty, or the or or OG Wingman, OG Wingman. Back in the day when like Wingman was like a flex, you know, mm-hmm. like. Most people won't run it but like people who are trying to get the clips and trying to style on people they will have it mm-hmm. 100% for like at least right,
1: this right. season. Mm-hmm. And you know the the Shander camps give me big like Hanzo vibes from uh, Yeah, from that's like a, exactly what know, I Overwatch. thought. Overwatch. You know, as much as people are like oh it's becoming Overwatch it's they're taking a lot from Overwatch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they're taking it from when Overwatch is still fucking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um. Also, uh, they did confirm in the video, or maybe it's wrong, but in the video, they specifically said new ammo type arrows. I'm not hyped to have another ammo type. I don't know how they're going right, to handle that. Yeah.
3: There's, I figure... There's a rumor. There's a rumor that uh, there's going to be a rework with uh, white gear. So you're going to start with white armors and white helmets and knockdown shield. Again, I need to get that confirmed, but... There is a. I've seen that, it too. There is a rumor that you're going to open up a huge loot pool if you r- remove that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I think that's the kind of the right move. Uh, lowering the loot pool any way they can, so they can reduce new things. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I think it's a good move. What's well, only getting rid of uh,
4: is. Are they going to have backpacks? You said.
1: I think it's all white gear. I think the the base tier goes
3: from zero to one, essentially. So, again, and that was something I had some concern about, moving the floor up, where you have bigger backpacks, you have more shields from the outs. You just start getting that creep. I mean, it it might be okay, but uh, personally, I kind of like having some – some scarcity, but it opens up the loot pool fast to, to be able to remove those items. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays. But again, not yet confirmed. But uh, I saw that show up here earlier today.
1: Yeah. Right. I, I am a little worried about TTK uh, if they make you start mm-hmm. with the uh, white shields and everything. But then again, it really doesn't matter after the first like thirty seconds of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know.
4: Well, and and uh, this whole event, like we've all had white gear. You started with the full white gear for this event, and like a bunch of LTM's before, so. I actually missed it. I died a lot today because I I acted like I had a helmet and a shield off rip, and I did not. And I died very fast.
2: Felt like Titanfall multiplayer.
4: (laughs) I mean, yeah, it wasn't one shot. I was like three shot, but like basically the same TTK. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Right. It's kind of a double-edged sword because, you know, you feel less cheated if you have some kind of armor and then someone rolls up on you with blue or purple. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you don't have anything, you know, you're like, you gotta find armor, you gotta find a gun. It takes a little bit out of that first like scramble to find shit. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you also have more people surviving round one, so there's more third parties, more things like that. Mm-hmm. But then again, action's not necessarily a bad thing if they build a map around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting season. I I, in, I really want to see where it goes. I don't know if it's gonna feel better or worse overall. There's a lot of factors to take into account, you know, that people probably haven't thought about that aren't, you know, respawn.
2: <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agreed with whiskey and chat. He said it's going to be a high skill, uh, the bow. Yeah, high skill floor. I would oh, say. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, just a couple more weapon uh, changes to look for. Peacekeeper returns to ground loot. Probably get a little bit of a nerf, right? Maybe a little.
4: It's gotta. Well, I mean, it was like right? a damn
2: triple take. You could
4: snipe people. You, you do like a hundred M mm-hmm. headshot from like really far away. Yeah,
2: at least a tweak to the spread, probably, huh? Um, and then the other change is triple take going into the care package. You would expect a little bit of a buff. Uh, I, I wonder. I'm thinking maybe fire rate, maybe a little bit mm-hmm. faster fire rate.
3: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But that'll be
2: exciting. I mean, it's got to be nasty if they're putting in the care package. That thing's got to hit hard. So.
4: Well, it's it's going to compete with the Kraber because now the care package is going to have, uh. A a Kraber, it's gonna have two sniper rifles and an oh, R nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be kind of weird, honestly.
1: Right. Uh, but then again, you know, best shotgun in the game yeah. is still in the care package. <laughs> exactly. It it's
2: just so it's just so versatile. Oh yeah, we I did some
4: nastiness yeah. with that. Remember when we pushed waterfalls? I like hip fired oh, somebody yeah. out of the sky, mm-hmm. but like pretty far with that. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rip triple take though. Uh,
2: touching right. on maps coming up. Uh, as we kind of mentioned and maybe predicted uh, i think last week or a couple weeks ago it seems like they are sticking with that they're going to vault it seems like they're going to vault one of the three maps each season at least that's kind of been the rhythm and that's what it looks like uh for this upcoming season for season 9 ranked split 1 is going to be on world's edge split 2 on olympus and no mention of king's canyon anywhere so i think we can kind of presume that King's Canyon, for the most part, might be going into the vault, so to speak. What do you guys think?
1: Right. I'm, I'm still... Uh, it seems to be what's going to go up. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, I'm still holding
3: that hope that we get a third map rotation for dailies. And that way we've got all three in in pubs play and then keep rank for your exclusive two map split. But I don't know. I That might not be their jam. Again, with putting so much into arenas that uh, that may not be something that's high on their concern. They may still want to keep the two map rotation.
4: And um I forget who it was. I wish I could credit them. Somebody made a really good point to me because I was complaining about this the other day as I was playing with somebody, as I do, I was bitching and playing. Um <laughs> I think a lot of us are <laughs> on that kind. But um um they made the good point of um for these LTMs, these taker Takeover LTMs, I think only one or two of them worked out of like six. Mm-mm. Um sorry, respawn for the roast, but like it's true. Like what the hell? Um <laughs> there's no absolutely no way that if they couldn't do it for two maps they could do it for three maps to make it work and maybe because they're doing more of these takeover type ltms it's just another layer of complexity to having the three map rotation mm-hmm. per season i don't yeah, know yeah
1: i mean I, I guess that could make sense especially with zone oriented things like the uh well the, the zone mode what was that called uh i can't remember uh
4: hot, zones? Yeah. hot zone hot
1: zones yeah yeah like hot zones and stuff you know that's that's map oriented it, it has some shit to do with the map and mm-hmm. uh i forget I honestly i've forgotten what the modes were supposed to be since we did get to fucking play them we only had the
4: shield one pretty much
1: yeah the, the shield one was the only one that and it also doesn't really matter about the map it doesn't involve the map really at exactly all. uh so you know it is what it is well, there's uh, one I other they didn't work, but, yeah yeah ultra zone
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. and the shield right? but yeah anyway
1: I hate that it didn't, you know, work out and everything. I'm, I'm a little disappointed, but at the same time, I wasn't like extremely excited about much of any of it except for the time down one. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, it is what it is. Live and learn, you know, shit happens. And at least they didn't let it go live and you know, like run like shit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I appreciate that they were conscious that it wasn't turning out the RP, the turning out the the XP for people for that and they self-corrected by giving people a mode that was working right on the fly instead of saying eh, sorry guys you're just right. gonna have these couple of days where you don't get anything and then try and back credit i mean again i'd rather see that co- return it with some polish the way they want it to than have it not working the right way
4: yeah brick right, they just didn't right. work unfortunately like they, they they'd go live for like an hour or less and then just get turned off again
1: right and i think there were some known bugs on a couple of them like one of them um uh, it was a bug involving uh the Pathfinder town takeover thing, oh so, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> where like if you uh, like the live die live type mode where you like respawn like uh all that, yeah, uh yeah, you, like you couldn't use your guns until you went back in there, and that was kinda garbage, well mm-hmm. you know shit like that it, it can be somewhat game breaking and nobody wants that.
4: We're kinda
2: gonna have two new maps mm-hmm. speaking of this season, yep it's yeah, who who's who's passionate about Olympus that wants to cover this one?
4: I, I just want to say I called this. I just want to say I called this. Mm-hmm. I called. Well, I wanted them to nuke it, but <laughs> they didn't quite nuke it or rupture it. But instead, uh, it needs a little bit of uh, a little bit of lawn care, I
3: think. Yeah, But better, better take the roundup
2: out there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Right. No kidding. Um, because it's infested. There's going to be a large map for a large map update for Olympus. The infestation is looking nasty. The ship Icarus, I don't know if any of you saw the teaser the last few days, the fleet of ships hovering over Olympus, coming closer. They have landed, or they're going to land, sorry, May 4th, and uh, it is replacing the section of the map between Bonsai Plaza, Solar Array, and Orbital Cannon. The actual infestation tendrils are reaching from the ships in the sky down to the map and across several POIs, including Bonsai Plaza and Icarus near solar array. It looks really cool.
3: Mhm. And I'm really curious mm-hmm. to see as that goes on through the season if they continue to update with growth features like it's a and as like a reveal trailer if they do something substantial. I kind of get the feeling they're going to have something big for a video on that. And tied into that, they actually have that new POI, the Icarus ship. It's going to be like a real wasteland in there where there's going to be bodies and stuff like it's going to be gnarly and tied to that you're not only going to have the the ship there you're going to have a new cargo hold that's going to require special key cards that you'll have to find around the the hazard areas and so you'll get high tier loot similar to what the world's ed vaults were but it's a key card access in there and they they said that's a huge area it's going to be something that multiple teams can land on across the entire area and whereas that area previously had a few looted lootable building areas, this is actually closing up some more of the land so it's not as big open areas to drop through. So you've got a lot better firefight area. And so it's a really interesting rework. And along with that rework, they actually were looking at a change to the redeploy balloons across Olympus. So with the redeploy balloons, they realized that people were getting third partied off of those in a way that really wasn't conducive to good gameplay and so they changed the height on some of those so they took the they actually took away entirely the redeploy balloon from gardens and from orbital cannon so if you're Mm -hmm. used to being able to rotate fast out of there that is no longer going to happen so if you get that ring closing and you're a far position you're going to have to hoof it and the tallest redeploy balloons Uh, From Solar Array and Energy Depot, they are reducing total height, so you can't... I I am curious to see if you can jump the phase runner now from Solar Array, because that Mm. is a key rotation I use, and if I can't Mm. do that anymore, that's going to really mess with my plan.
2: Yep. I I bet they... I bet you can't clear that. Uh I bet that's a big reason why they did that. That's huge.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And... Makes it a lot more like World's Edge with those really tall canyons, you know that you just cannot, you can't go over; you got to go through them. Mm-hmm.
4: Maybe there'll be a saucy new octane jump pad, <laughs> <laughs> triple, jump, <laughs> you know, triple jump, you
2: know, some crazy
3: stuff. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, their main reasoning was to reduce the, the, say, lack of a better term, toxic third partying, and then to make sure people were planning rotations instead of just using it as a a fallback to cut across and shortcut the ring and basically bypass the hazard. So with that the big one arena mode.
5: Let's go.
3: You want to take Apex into is going to blow
4: up. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's going to blow right.
2: up. It just quickly on the on that uh new POI Icarus. First of all, I'm super pumped because that was kind of no man's land out there. Like if you landed Bonsai Plaza, your rotation options were solar array or solar array. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, there wasn't much. (laughs) Now you have this huge structure. It actually kind of reminds me of a southern version of carrier Mm -hmm. which i always call the big blue phallus up on the north (laughs) side of the this looks like a big orange phallus (laughs) but but it it does create really fun fights i actually love landing carrier and this looks like it's gonna be a really fun place to land too. kind of a long narrow area but plenty of doors to get in and out i think it's gonna be really fun um yeah i think i guess that was my thought for that so we can jump into arena modes now oh yeah
1: all right uh so We have confirmed a 3v3 arena mode. Arenas is a new permanent game mode coming to Apex Legends as part of the upcoming Legacy update. Uh, You heard that right, permanent. It condenses the chaos of 20 squad battle royale matches down to a 2 squad 3v3 combat. You'll compete over multiple rounds, striving to be the last squad standing each time. Before every round starts, you'll use materials earned... During the previous round, to get up, to get and upgrade weapons, as well as ordnance and healing supplies. If you die in a round, you cannot be respawned, but you'll be ready at the start of the next round. Revives will still be active in the arena, though, like normal. Rounds are won when you kill all members of the opposing team. Uh, so you buy in weapons kind of like, uh, what is it, Counter-Strike that you do mm-hmm. that before every match? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I think Valorant might also Good. be one that has a similar shop, but yeah, Counter Strike is the one I'm most familiar to as an equivalent.
2: I believe Valorant yeah. as well. I, I've heard a couple of Valorant players go, "Oh, we're uh, we're putting a mini game of Valorant inside of Apex Legends. This will be interesting." <laughs>
4: <laughs> and there's a few other of that kind of game too that are on the same page with that. You know, buy your guns before every round kind of deal and abilities, right. which is going to be interesting. We're going to see some some cool meta there.
1: Oh, you can buy abilities, too. Yeah, well, you know, you have to.
4: You have to. Otherwise, you don't have them. Yeah. Except passives are free. Sorry to interrupt.
1: Yeah, I was going to
3: say a couple of lines here later. We we got a a little bit more details about it. But, yeah, it's not fully buy everything. There's some things that you'll be able to have natively going in. But largely, yes, you will be purchasing all the things that you're going to be using. So
1: you're going in as sort of a blank
3: slate. Mm
1: -hmm. That's pretty interesting. Uh And let's see winning an arena match to win an arena's match, you'll need to win three rounds and be ahead of the enemy team by two points. The easiest way is to win three rounds without dropping more than one round to your opponent, in other words, go three o or three or three one, and the match is over. However, if your opponent is able to win at least two rounds, things get interesting. You'll have to pull ahead by two full rounds to win going three, two or four three will not cut it. instead, you'll have to go four two or five three to secure victory. Rounds will continue until one team pulls ahead by two rounds. This continues all the way to the ninth round by going four to four. Game kicks into sudden death mode. Whoever wins round nine takes home all the glory. I was going to say, these are going to be some long ass rounds. Yeah, It's going
5: to
4: be like CSGO point. or Valorant.
1: <laughs> right, right. Oh, but that, that gives some serious tension to mm-hmm. like some really, really good close matches. And this like, oh shit for all the marbles. Like when you get to that point, it's like, fuck dude yeah. <laughs> and resources
4: cuz you're buying um there's some fun stuff like uh upgrading a weapon will like add uh remember the the LTM where they had like white weapon, blue, purple so you can upgrade weapons too um but uh yeah. and you can move scopes around I think but um there's there's some fun resources are going to be really important in this and it's going to be super interesting i think how people spend them because think about it like heels are dear i was listening to some play testers talk about this and like you have to buy all your heels there so right. that wouldn't
3: there there was uh the statement that a couple of streamers said that there w- should be supplies and some heels throughout map so you might have a couple you can pick up but yeah you shouldn't be counting on uh, you know keep yourself in it without that so it, it's pretty much buy everything like you're saying and As far as gearing up for the battle, win or lose, each round you start with base equipment and materials to use, so you do not carry over the stuff that you buy. You can carry over the materials uh, from round to round, so you can save for your favorite loadouts and abilities, and a bar is raised each round as you receive more materials each round, so you don't have to skimp and scrape for each round. Sometimes you can get a a wingman first round, maybe you can get a mast if the next one, and get your heels, so you can start stacking up quick. Uh, Watch the care packages also. The, during their arena fights. They'll deliver three fully kitted guns each round and the attachments will be better each round on those pre-kitted guns. So you might start with white guns first and then blues and then purples as you keep going and using your ultimate and tactical abilities wisely because you'll have a limited number of uses each round. Instead of recharging indefinitely like other modes, the legends will start with some tactical charges but additional charges and ultimate abilities can be purchased with materials when customizing your loadout. This allows for more legions to be more made viable in the arena and forces characters with very strong tacticals, like Bloodhound, to make choices between weapon upgrades or more tactical charges. And also, don't worry, ultimates and tactical charges will carry over between rounds.
1: Right. And uh, I, I like that choice that they did, because uh, it did seem like there was going to be a few heroes uh, that just would not be fucking viable in this mode, like Crypto. Yeah. Like right. What are you going to use Crypto for in this mode? Unless it's a huge map. I mean, it may be a big map. I'm not really sure. They're pretty uh, small, I, I think. I do like the idea of adding the care packages, because that adds uh, something that's kind of missing in all battle royales, which is map control. It exists to a point. Uh, but in old school arena shooters like Halo and uh Unreal Tournament, things like that, uh map control due to weapon spawns was the game. Like mm-hmm. that was that was the biggest, the single biggest factor in the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um and adding that kind of factor to this kind of game with this kind of movement with these kind of weapons and abilities and everything uh is gonna be really really cool to see. Uh I I really hope that they pull this out and it turns out to be just like an absolute freaking blast. There's
4: only gonna be one neutral too, I believe. Only one neutral care package per match.
1: Uh oh, per, per round, round, yeah.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, per round.
1: Right. I mean if it's anything like the the original uh what what was the train mode for Christmas?
4: Oh shoot. Uh holiday God, express. Kind of yeah, like the no. winter express holiday, yeah it, yeah that's winter it. Winter Express.
1: Winter Express. Uh, if it's anything, uh, if it's nearly as good as the original Winter Express, then I expect to have a really awesome time with this. Mm. Yeah.
3: The the only thing that will be icing on his cake is if you can actually pre-pick two squads, and then you can start doing squad versus squad. That's the that's the pipe dream right there.
5: Oh, right,
1: yeah. Settle this in arenas, uh-huh. man. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something they'll add. I, I just feel like it is.
4: I want them to so badly. I know, I know. So, I'm sorry, right.
1: do we know if
3: they right. carry over weapons? It says they carry over no. materials, but I th- no, you, I felt like... You uh, you start empty hands each round. Yeah. And for uh, the next line there, we had controlling the arena. I didn't know uh, if you wanted to run through that real quick. It details a little bit more about some of the materials so you can grab that way.
1: Yeah, sure, I'll run through it. Uh, so, you'll have a limited time to prepare after which the round will start. Matches take place in some familiar locations as well as new ones. Scattered around the arena, you'll find some supply bins with healing items and a few material canisters. the canister is collected, it will award everyone on your squad 200 bonus materials to be spent in the next round. Killing an enemy awards you 75 bonus materials, and your items drop directly to the floor for quick and easy looting. So no loot boxes in this mode. Uh, as the round goes on, the ring will start to close, and a care package filled with upgraded we- weapons will drop in. Before the round starts, you'll be able to see where the ring will close, as well as what weapons will be airdropped in. Strategize with your squad, anticipate where the enemy will go, and make your move when the round starts. Uh, So that's really interesting. They're going to have some, uh, not only materials, but they're going to have healing items in the uh, loot bins, things like that. Uh, And weapons in the care package drop. I don't think they meant there was going to be any weapons or anything in the loot bins, though. Right. And... And what really
3: speaks to me here is that they hear the community saying they like Apex, but not everybody likes the BR and RNG, and this just erases that. This lets you earn what you want, play what you want, and play in the way you want. I think Like some people have been saying, this is entirely the market of people who stepped away from Apex saying, like, this isn't a game mode I like, this is them. Like this is, like you were saying, Valorant and CSGO, it's taking those player bases to say, look, here's the games you love, here's the movement and abilities that we've got, why don't you come give this a try? Like you're saying, this is going to be potentially an enormous influx of players. And I mean, I am absolutely to To the moon! I am so excited to see where this goes. Yeah, right. It's gonna be amazing. And uh, <laughs> all right. I didn't know. Did you guys uh, catch the little bit on the opener for the teaser trailer with Mirage uh, and his uh, ship? Yeah, it was I didn't. Legendary. <laughs> I actually missed that. Oh, it was great. You uh, hear Mirage on the ship, and you hear alarms going and systems failing and things, and Mirage is calling some some other world uh, insurance agency trying to get a hold of somebody, getting automated messages, and his ship's going crazy. (laughs) And sure enough, Mirage Voyage, rest in peace, because one of the arena maps is called Party Crasher. He shook. He sent his uh, big yacht straight into the ground in the middle of this arena, and it's a little bit of a mix of an of uh Olympus POI. It's got like a water big water feature there, and got a bunch of buildings with some interesting lighting stuff going on. But I mean, it looks like it'll be kind of a neat mix up of an area to fight, but different than something we've seen before. Uh, the next area is going to be Phase Runner, uh, which it's uh, set on Talos, so it's a world, World's Edge style uh, layout, and some of the streamers said it's by far, or by a margin, the largest of the arena maps so far. And it's based on the premise that the Phase Runner on Olympus wasn't the first one. And this one's functional, so you get a teleporting map where you can jump around and sort of change up your fight area, but it's got the aesthetics of World Edge. And for your third uh, BR selection, it's actually a rotation of three maps. It's going to be a section POI from King's Canyon. Art- it's going to be the artillery uh, section. And then it's going to mm-hmm. be the thermal station from World's Edge and the Golden Gardens from Olympus, which I don't know about you guys, but I love fighting in gardens.
4: Mm-hmm. It was a good, it's a good curated selection because those are all like fun fun spots to have a good scrap in you know
1: right fucking where's my skull town man? yeah I'm, I'm where's my skull I,
3: town man Go i was on. very much actually uh, expecting that to happen i was i really really was
4: i think they, that the skull town to be too slow i think they want it to be less slow
1: have you ever thought fought in skull town yeah
4: <laughs> well it's not slow when there's like 10 squads but you have to go through, like, 30 rooms, 40, 50 rooms to get from one side of Skulltown to the opposite side. Yeah, if you're looting.
1: If you're not having to loot, then it's just, like, mm-hmm. fucking Fast Furious running gun, you know? I know,
2: but,
4: you know, like...
1: The Skulltown has,
2: has such a cult following at this point. <laughs> you <laughs> know they're keeping that in their, ba- in their back pocket for a season release know. when they don't have something as big as they have this season. They That's have fair. arenas, they have a new legend, they have a new gun, unlike any other gun. It's not even a gun, it's a bow. They're keeping Skulltown in their back pocket for like season thirteen when they're like, ah, oh, what do we do? I don't know, we could drop some sort of version of Skulltown. All right, let's go. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right though. You're right though.
1: That's definitely uh, what they th- that's on. not
2: a gun. <laughs> 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 Skulltown, biatches.
1: All right. And uh at the end of the at the end of this topic, we did have a question from Bullseye Benson, which we've kind of already answered a bit. Uh he asks, uh, what implications do you think there will be on strategy, i.e. weapon and legend meta? based on arena mode, having a pre-match chop shift similar to Valorant and CS:GO, go. Uh, I hope we kind of answered that to, to your satisfaction there as far as like map control. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they did answer a bit of that, you know, by having to choose between uh, abilities like with bloodhound and things like that. And yeah. is crypto going to be viable? Is um, Watson going to be viable? You know, things like that. Uh, it's, I, honestly, I think it's just going to be like a, like a team fight, you yeah. know, if it's if it works in a team fight, it'll work in this.
4: And and maybe maybe that people will pick specifically weapons that are really good, like naked. Mm-hmm. You know,
3: right? right. I'm, I'm not going to be able to run my hemlock without just putting on hip fire. Is uh, looking down the 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 bare sights are going to be pretty r- brutal. Uh, one one right, one right. of the things that one of the the streamers said from the early access is that they the canisters are meta the canister game and getting the points off of those is huge. So I would actually watch for octanes to be doing a hot sprint for those canisters, maybe getting downed and maybe, uh, not doing much else, but Bangalore and an octane getting first round canisters for your team and then getting you two or 600 uh, points straight out of the gates. You could end up setting yourself much nice, uh, very nice for the next two, three rounds potentially. So I, I think you're gonna see a fast right. meta. And once again,
1: that's uh that goes back to map control, uh, and something that we haven't seen before, uh really in Apex or any BR. Uh so yeah, I, I think it's definitely going to be a big deal mm-hmm. there. All right. Anything else before we switch over to our short topics? Nope. All right, fuck off. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh. uh so real quick, uh Respawn wins an Oscar for the short film Colette. Uh not Apex related, but we'd like to congratulate Respawn for winning an Oscar for Colette, a short film from their VR game, Medal of Honor, Above and Beyond. Uh I haven't actually watched it. Yet, but you guys uh watched it yet?
2: Nope. I have not. Nope. <laughs> Negative, but I <laughs> <you> know <laughs> no Thrill has. Now you can tell Respawn they are an Academy Award winner. That's pretty neat, pretty neat title. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I'd yeah. like to think the Academy.
2: I've <laughs>
1: I
4: I, i i gonna be honest, I haven't played or like paid attention to any like Medal of Honor stuff in like ten years,
1: probably. it's <laughs> fair. Right, right.
4: I didn't know it was still a thing. Sorry. And uh,
1: fine, uh, the last thing we have in Quick Topics, uh, it, this is interesting to me, actually. So, uh, no Season 9 buffs for for Mirage. Uh, they seem to think he's in a good place, and Daniel Klein had this to say. Uh, Daniel says, Mirage is super strong. Seriously, no joking. One of the strongest legends in the game at low levels. and doesn't even fall off a lot as you get up there. I'd say you can play Mirage well into master lobbies. we have got stuff coming for Rampart down the line, but nothing to talk about yet. So, I mean, I guess he's just got a low pick rate. Maybe he's just not like, you know, fun to play. I,
4: no, I, no, I, he's hella fun.
1: To I mean, play. he's fun. I don't know why. I mean, if he's that strong, why is his pick rate so low? I don't Maybe his win rate's very high. Uh, I don't wait, know. what's it's his? Weird.
4: Wait, what? what's his pick? Isn't his pick rate pretty good? I was under the impression. It was, it was pretty good.
1: low at the, at the higher levels.
4: I mean, obviously, it's not. Well, I mean, they're pretty boring at the higher levels. I mean, there's like five or six players characters they play, but like yeah, well sure. like like in, in like you know, there's the meta, like there's a few variations on the meta that you gotta play to like get past Masters for the most part.
2: Right, right. Yeah, you don't have to, but um it helps. And if you aren't a full squad of three, I mean if you're solo queuing for instance and you choose Mirage and you're in like high plat, low diamond, you're gonna get roasted. Yeah. And you're gonna get people <laughs> pissed off. And, you know, you can say, ah, who cares, you know, get good. But that's, unfortunately, that can tilt a lot of teammates. And then the match doesn't go as well as it would have if you would have picked somebody that is more meta, quote unquote. So, yeah, I I think he's strong as hell. Uh, when he's popped up in my games and pubs or in ranked in like high plat, I, I'm stoked. I think he's awesome. The one drawback is he's not a huge team. He, he doesn't directly assist the teammates, right? So, you know, people right, automatically right. think, oh, he's not viable for ranked and and not high high skill pubs either. But I, I think he's very strong. I agree with Daniel Klein.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's underrated. But it still feels like it's, it's weird to hear him say it. I guess when you think about it, it's probably true. And I can't think of a defense against it, but it feels weird to say. And people get know? bamboozled
4: all the time, especially the first the first decoy like and, oh, and that's yeah. valuable I those people
1: all night i was playing the yeah. mirage tonight actually in our games
4: and like this high those high level players like you throw out your 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 mirage decoy especially if it jumps or something you know then they're like oh it's real and you know exactly where i mean not like necessarily us but like maybe like you in diamond lobbies and up if somebody shoots a bullet or two everybody else knows exactly where that person is mm-hmm.
2: true so what and- i said earlier about him not helping your team is not true
3: and he yeah, can he so does have like point. and you can use him to trigger Watson fences it'll show where Watson is and it'll do the same to trigger caustic gas which isn't as big of a threat now but it's still something to be aware if you're Mirage you can clear a room without taking damage
4: feels bad for yep. a caustic
2: also true and uh, what a lot okay. of people think of when they think of Mirage I think is the tactical the single decoy he gets his ultimate every sixty seconds, mm-hmm. and then you've got how many of those decoys going out, and all of their footsteps are loud as hell. They're convincing, man. When you get one of those running at you, or or cr- squatting with their gun, you know, because it's mimicking the real guy. Mm-hmm. You you can't. There is nobody that can tell the difference between what's <laughs> real and what isn't, man. Like, There's the whole river dance time. going. <laughs> yeah, and every sixty seconds you can refresh that. He's strong. Yeah, he, I mean he's not top two or three or anything, but he strong and he's he's goofy and he's he's uh, he's niche and that's exactly what Mirage is right that's his personality he's he's kind of a off the wall goofy pick so yeah I, th- I think he's in a good spot
4: and there's there's lots more coming for all of this but we're going to save all the other stuff for the official uh patch notes because we really want to make sure that we're giving you the real stuff and not just like like exciting maybes mhm also, we could yeah. go on for, like, another hour or two easily just talking about, like, stuff we've been So, you know, it's, it's a dangerous game to play. <laughs> so, it's our five-hour big
1: right, stock right. time. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> All right. And uh, let's move into our last topic of the night, uh, Crazy. Take it away for the community survey, my guy.
3: All right. So, I figure I'd just sort of run through these kind of quickly here to highlight that everybody's hyped for Season 9. I mean, there's... Everybody's got that same vibe. We're looking forward to everything about it. That's Valk, the arena. Everybody's really hyped for those. Olympus changes in the Check boat. I mean, there's some interest, but it isn't the most thing exciting thing. Uh, and looking at the teaser trailer, I don't know if you guys made it to the firing range to trigger that, but about half our community did get a chance to, fig- to check that out. I thought that was an awesome in-game thing. I always appreciate when they do those in-game uh, teasers that way. And we had a lot of people thinking that the bow check bow would actually be in the care package. So seeing that coming to four loot is interesting. And most of us thought it was gonna be a package of bolts that were gonna be shot from that instead of being four loot. And so it was gonna be a fixed ammo count. And then we, again, collectively, just a little over half of us think that the bow will be a one-shot headshot. I really want to see the damage profile on this thing. That's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, the majority of uh, people think it's going to fall in the 120 to 130 range because uh, they keep calling this tremendous mid-range damage. How would it, I don't know how, what you guys voted. How, what did you think the tremendous mid-range damage means?
4: Originally, I thought it was going to be 30-30, but then I kind of changed. I, I, I really thought it was just going to be a sentinel. Mm-hmm. Same fire rate kind of slow. Uh pretty rewarding damage though.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking more like I uh, think double tap G7 damage, you know what okay, I mean? Okay, yeah. Makes sense.
4: I'm thinking like broadhead like this tall inside of your skull. <laughs> so like you die if it headshots you, you know, like <laughs> But
3: yeah. I I was really surprised by the fire rate. That's the thing that just absolutely blew me away. I was expecting this thing to be huge damage, slow fire. And from the most recent trailer, I mean, that thing is fast. I am completely in the dark as to what the numbers are going to look like. But uh, the majority of people, uh, again, it was a little bit of a split, but uh, most people thought it was going to be really slow, sort of Kraberish range, about four seconds for a reload, and then sort of split between a G7 at three seconds or an R9 and L-Star at 2.45 seconds. So sort of all over the map for the general spread of opinion. But I mean, I'm really curious to just get hands-on with this thing. And the majority of us thought that there'd be an instability pattern for it as you drew back. I don't necessarily know that that's the case. Again, that's going to have to be a hands-on thing. I'm going to be testing that out in the range as soon as this stuff drops, see what that looks like. Um, And again, I'm sure there'll be 10,000 streamers are going to be putting up these uh, uh, videos as well, breaking it down. So we'll be able to see that. Yep. Right, right. And we're asking if we think that there's the infestation is going to be just vegetation and terrain. Uh, I was really hoping this was going to be some hazards. It looks like it's mostly aesthetics. Uh, And the majority of people also were kind of hoping for some, like, gas pods. Like, I was thinking, like, you go in an area and you got to dodge and weave or else you get caustic gas, essentially. But it looks like from the, again, this was before the most recent trailer, uh, sort of gave away some of it where it's the tendrils on part of the map but not as massive like I kind of initially thought. And we were sort of asking also for the arena maps whether you wanted, uh, what comes to mind for me was, like World's Edge, where it has interactive uh, areas for the, the barrier walls. And whether we want to have fight arenas or tactical reactive maps where you can change the terrain and control the areas, I think we're probably not going to see that. And But it was a 50-50 split between the highly dynamic maps and then the base arenas, uh, but with more to choose from, which is what we got. I mean, five maps, that is nothing to scoff at for a starter. as a good lineup. And, Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Seriously, I mean, if they if they bring a couple more every season,
1: that's going to be huge. And man, that is that gets that gets to be a lot quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, I didn't even think about that, but you're right.
3: And like, even if they vault something where they rotate the POIs every season, I mean, that's still that's a lot of maps that they have to work with every every time. So I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I I would fully expect them to vault things every season. And
1: right. But then again, I mean for for Arena mode, I mean that's that's so such a smaller map to keep track of and to adjust and everything, you <laughs> know? Yeah. I don't think it'll be nearly as much of an issue. And
2: yeah, when people were begging for like, hey, why don't you mix in season one King's Canyon or season two King's Canyon like last season? I think Respawn re- respawn responded <laughs> with um <laughs> the reasoning that it was a memory issue. Mm-hmm. Which I don't understand. That's way beyond what I can fathom. But they said it was a memory issue with having those maps loaded all the time, apparently. But yeah, to your point, Kinder, I mean, we're talking about a smaller isolated area. You'd think that they could pull off, uh, you know, I don't know, at least a half dozen different ones at any given time.
1: Right. And they can make a lot more changes and a lot more, you know, they can have a lot more resources. They don't have to be as stingy with uh, assets, things like that yeah. on these maps. Yep. Uh, so I, I think they're going to have a lot of fun with this. I think it's going to be an interesting project and probably, I mean, I, w- I would think anyway uh, that they would be able to have a lot of fun with this as far as like exclusive things and all that. I'm not exactly sh- I'm not a hundred percent, you know, I do development work, but I'm not a hundred percent sure how exactly, uh, that kind of thing works. But I think, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, game developers. Uh, I, I think, um, that the memory restrictions wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't, be so strict on arena mode just because it's a smaller map that you have loaded at one time. Um, if I'm making sense yeah. with that, I, I had I had it in my head. But yeah, <laughs> you know how it is, guys.
3: And, oh, man. and that would be something I would love for us to get a chance to talk with some some tech side from respawn or from the server management people to say, are you looking at smaller maps so that you can balance servants and say you put your br maps in. Higher quality servers, so you don't have DCs, you don't have these failures that we're seeing now, and then you can do lower resource requirements on these arena maps to maybe balance things out a little bit and invest things to to get more stability through these. Because, like you're saying, if you don't have the resource management on these smaller maps, that's as substantial, you could potentially have less issues than what we're seeing presently on the same servers. But then maybe stabilize some of the higher server load stuff. So, I would very much hope that. Again, that's wishful thinking, but I would love to talk to somebody on the tech side to understand yeah, yeah. what that looks like.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear about the logistics of this, you know, whether or not they have to do, like, new server lineups, things like that for these these smaller uh, matches and everything going on. Uh, whether or not they're running on the same thing, if they have the same issues, what, they've, what problems they've run into and all that, uh, since it's such a smaller scale thing. But there's going to be a, a ton more instances, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, And that may even add more issues that they have more instances running on their servers uh, of games and all. Uh, So it's really interesting to see. All right. Uh, Anything else before we start wrapping up or am I misreading our notes? No, I I think uh,
3: (laughs) the only thing I had left to touch on was as they're pulling in more lore from the Titanfall series, I was curious to see what people had played. And the majority of people have played Titanfall 2. Uh, A few less have played Titanfall 1, but uh, I was curious to see sort of what our spread was. And because so much of that's a lot to start to digest now for all of this, uh, it's good to see our communities well versed in that, because some of that stuff could sort of fly over a person's head. And I was curious if people were looking forward to Apex Mobile as more info comes out on that. Uh, the majority said yeah, but I know for me that's sort of outside my wheelhouse. I'm I'm not going to be playing it mobile, but I know that that absolutely fits some people's play style. So that's kind of the quick rundown from the poll. Sort of sort of skipped over a couple items, but again. Thank you guys so much. And I'm gonna figure out a way to maybe get some of that posted in so you guys can dig through those as well. Uh but yeah, it was just such interesting feedback from the community. Yeah.
4: Right. Seriously right. good stuff, guys. Thank you.
1: Uh speaking of mobile, I'm actually kind of excited about it because uh my son uh he play he he's got an old iPhone that he plays stuff on a lot of the time. No, you're wrong, he's got an Xbox at home and he's got uh, a switch and all that good stuff. Uh, but especially when he's over at my place, uh, the Xbox is in the big room, so he can't always play it, you know, with everybody up and about and everything because, you know, it gets loud and annoying. Uh, so he plays his phone a shit ton, and I really want him to start playing Apex. So if mobile comes out and it is cross play, you know, he can hang out and play. I don't know why he doesn't play on Switch. He just hasn't fucking downloaded it. He, he's a kid, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't know any better. And I think his mom's not too keen on like, how to do all that kind of stuff, you know, that doesn't really know how to download games. Like it costs money. No, it doesn't, you know, uh, kids and moms and shit though. That's fair. <laughs> all right. Uh, and is that going to be everything? So going to start closing things up? All good here. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I can, uh, I can right. read the, the, fo- the, the names if you want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a shot here. All right. Thank you to our latest stream followers. Six bin, holding out six, two, seven, four bull skunk. Medino, Dude Seamus, Inertiae, Chib3 or Chib 3, or Chibe? I'm not sure how they uh, want us to pronounce that. Uh, Skulluvar, Muzz 19, Dundane 77, Flyers BDC, Furious Honey Badger, <laughs> and Chuck Norris 69 <laughs> 420. Those are some good names. Thank you to our latest subscribers, the real Squid Shady. Please stand up. And earwax, and our newest Discord members JT Beach Towel, Six Bin, and KTZ Duke Tech TV. No new patrons, and I don't believe we had any reviews, although I didn't check before the show. Uh, <laughs> I should probably check that later. Uh, but I'd like to thank you all for listening. First of all, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dropping Spicy, and follow the Mash Those Buttons Network on Twitter at the Mash Network. Be sure to catch our live stream every Tuesday night on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. All right, we'll start with you, Adam Baum. Where can we find you on social medias?
2: Pretty much everywhere at Adam 151, and I will specifically call on my Twitch. I have reached the number of followers I need for affiliate. I just need some more average viewers, so if you see me online or if you're in a giving spirit and you want to drop a follow and hop on, please do. I promise to acknowledge you. And to court you in my stream and, uh, I don't know, hugs and kisses and whatever else. <laughs> we'll take you on a date. Call you <laughs> yeah, later. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Look at
1: me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the boyfriend now. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, wanna whip it around to Crazy? Where can we find you?
3: Well, you can find me over on uh, Twitch at Crazy, K R A Z Y underscore one eight one three and I'm probably not as good at watching my Twitch feed as you. I feel like you got an excellent setup over there, but I do appreciate all my followers. I am at that uh line. I'm at forty eight so not quite to the fifty mark, but I'm I'm thinking I can give myself a push here and, and start to that climb as well.
1: All right. And before Matt gives out his social medias, we actually do have whiskey sticks Uh, who would like us to give him a shout-out for his TF2 game day on Sunday. We're going to shout that out on the server. Uh, TF2 meaning Titanfall 2. Yes. Uh, And that's going to be a good time. I'm going to be out of town. My sister's getting married this weekend. Sorry, guys. Uh, But we will definitely shout that out on on the server. And if someone streams it, I will be there uh you know, as long as I'm not you know busy watching my sister get married <laughs> <sauced>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay <laughs> my sister is uh, she she's gonna be wine drunk that's a guarantee uh she's one of those for sure uh but definitely check that out matt can, where can we find you on social medias
4: all oh, right so uh all the game launchers steam and stuff discord e x o m a t t and uh you can find me on twitch twitter, and instagram uh at- 3-X-O-M-A-T-T. I stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Come check it out. Play all kinds of stuff. Alright.
1: Alright. And you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Origin, YouTube, OnlyFans, and everywhere else at N-E-R-F-K-I-N-D-E-R-P-L-S. That's Nerf Kinder, please. And we uh, don't forget to go follow Clan of 3, our Star Wars podcast, hosted by our boy Kurabara hey. and Edinar. Don't forget to join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash discord. You can also follow us on Twitch to catch our live streams at twitch.tv slash mashthosebuttons. Please send us your Apex feedback, stories, and questions while you're there. And don't forget to share the show with others and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you want to do that directly, you can go to droppingspicy.com slash applepodcasts. But if you would like the direct link to the RSS feed, all of the other shows, and everything else... To do with the network, you can do that at mashthosebuttons.com. If you go to mtb.gg/support, you can see all of the other ways you can support Mash Those Buttons, including our humble bundle affiliate link and our PayPal one-time donation button. If you'd like to take your support even further, you can do that by joining our Patreon at patreon.com/mashthosebuttons, where we have tiers starting at one dollar a month, and that gives you early access to content as well as exclusive content, including Extra Spicy, which. It has been really good lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like every extra spice we've done, like the past three or four, mm-hmm. have been just phenomenal. Actually, they're all pretty good. I can't think of a bad one. Yeah,
3: you guys have been doing fa- fantastic fun. work.
1: Oh man, and uh, you can hear some of our uh, wild and crazy uh, dating and drinking and
3: and uh, uh,
4: well, assorted stories. What weird. was our
1: latest one? Pet stories. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to
4: think of a way to make that not sound bad. Given There's what you're no talking about before.
1: You can't make it not sound bad because it is bad. <laughs>
4: oh, yeah, yeah. Just a different genre bad. Not not sexual for once. Yeah, months. yeah. Um,
1: yeah. No, not safe for work, clearly. <laughs>
4: well, a little shitty.
1: Yeah, a little shitty. Oh, you're talking about Poop Finger. <laughs> oh. Amongst other things. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to know what Poop Finger is, join the Patreon. <laughs> Please stay tuned after the show to hear about the other shows on our network. That's going to be it from us here at Dropping Spicy. Once again, thank you, Adam and Crazy, uh, for coming on the show today, boys. Yeah,
2: Yeah, thanks for having us. My pleasure. Hey, Kinder, I can't find you on OnlyFans. Can you read me that username again?
1: Oh, yeah, that's N-E-R-F-K-I-N-D-E-R-P-L-S. You want some wiener (laughs) in your face? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't have a fucking OnlyFans. But (laughs) if I could, I fucking would. All right, I would would wear this pink tank top that I'm wearing. Only the pink tank top, though, right? Who wants to pay me to see my butthole? (laughs) Like, that's the real question here.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: Thank you and good night, you wonderful. On <laughs> that happy you. good night. <laughs>
4: good night, y'all. Later. All later right, I'm going to go. This is me looking up Kendra's <laughs> only <family>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm there and it's uh, it's glorious. Juicy is the word.
0: Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at patreoncom slash buttons where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as one dollar a month.